Hey, welcome back to Real Talk. Super glad that you're taking some time to hang out with us. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel and also comment. We'd love to hear from you yes. as you're watching these videos. For sure. So, Pastor Joe, you ever break the law? Why do you ask me these questions? In All public. The time on on of course record. I broke the law. Many times. Like, what's the speed limit? In your neighborhood. Oh, it's 25. And, and there's how? people breaking it all the time, but not me. Not in my neighborhood. No. I mean, seriously. I think I... But on I, other streets? Yeah, everywhere else. Okay, right? We yeah. do that, right? Yeah. You ever sung a happy birthday to somebody in public? What is... That's breaking the law? Have you ever done it? Yes. Against the law. Copyright infringement. Have you ever stolen street signs? Dude, I'm from a hick town in Oregon. Yeah, I've stolen street signs. <laughs> I had a whole collection me? of street signs. <laughs> Back when my untutored youth... <laughs> I would never do that. That was I am adult. appalled. I do have a parking meter. Wow. Well, I had one. Keep going. You want to hear some funny laws? There's some funny laws out there. I, I wrote some. Now, this is a public service announcement. I want people to know this. For example, Joe, you travel a lot. If you're ever in Kansas, illegal to throw a snowball. Downright illegal. Don't do Just it. Just don't even throw one. If you're ever in Oklahoma, don't <laughs> wrestle a bear. I think you already knew that one. They actually have to have a right law about this. I, I guess. Wow. You're in trouble on this one. In the state of Maryland, you are not allowed to curse while you're driving. I, and there's <laughs> a reason you're pointing that out? Maryland. You're right here in Pennsylvania, for... you are not allowed Holy to fire God. a cannon during a wedding. That is really important. It's, I, I'm keep so that in mind. You know what? You didn't know you were coming to Real Talk for these just public service announcements yeah, that were clearly important. directed at some of my <laughs> greatest <laughs> offenses. So sometimes, okay, it's stupid. Sometimes, though, we break the law on accident. Sometimes we do it on purpose. Sometimes we do it without even knowing it. So, okay, that's funny, but let's talk about sin. Do you think we ever sin either on purpose or even without knowing it? So intentional sin. Sure. Or unintentional. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting thought to think about. Okay, how intentional am I with knowing a law of God's and just saying, ah, I'm going to blow it off? Or that one's not that big of a deal. He's not really that serious about that one. I mean, I think it's probably pretty common for all of us. Yeah. I think it's interesting, you know, in some parts of the country, the cops will say to you, you know, ignorance of the law doesn't mean, well, I guess it's true, not just cops, just people in general. Like, ignorance of the law doesn't mean that you get away with it just because you didn't know it. Right. And so just because you don't know certain commands of God doesn't mean that you're right. not so guilty. So if it's part of God's law, even if we go, oh, I didn't know that, yeah. it, it doesn't... That doesn't make us not guilty I of think it. I'm guilty of that. And I think yeah. for me, oh, it's, yeah. a lot of it's stuff like gossip. Mm. I mean, I slide into that. And I could say it's unintentional, but just how quick it is to throw somebody under the bus for me or to mm -hmm. slander someone's reputation, mm -hmm. to, to cuss, you know, and just know that these are things that God says, don't do it. And I kind of play with it and don't really right. take God seriously, that those are things that are wrong and they harm other people and they harm me. So. so it's interesting. I don't think we want that to be the case. I don't think we want to be willy-nilly, obviously, about sin and just go, yeah, I'm going to ignore God's law. But it's almost like it kind of happens over time where we get a little bit more comfortable with sinning. So you mentioned gossip. It's like when we gossip, sometimes we might go, oh, I kind of feel dirty for having done that. But if we do it enough, yeah. it kind of becomes our pattern, right? Yep. So Ephesians 4 in verse 18 and 19, Paul is talking, and he says that um, some people are darkened in their understanding and they're separated from a life of God. They have this ignorance that is in them. And listen to this. It's due to the hardening of their hearts. And verse 19, he says, they have lost all sensitivity. Mm -hmm. So they're, even, they're not even 
sensitive to sin anymore. He goes on and he says that they've given themselves over, that this desensitizing of sin is actually a voluntary thing because over time sin has become repetitive in their life and now they're just kind of accepting of it. They're just like, well, this is what I do. This is who I am. And they don't even feel the weight of it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So it starts out with just a little and then it's a little bigger and to the point where you just don't even know it. And yet desensitization, desensitizing, what's the word? Close enough. I'm not good with words. It happens so slowly and Uh then all of a sudden it can overtake us. Yeah. White little lie or exaggeration mm-hmm. or something like that. A little bit and of slander at work with somebody, the boss, somebody yep. you don't like. What's the big deal? And then you become known in the office as the person that's always throwing people under the bus. And you might not even know that you're known by that, but that's how people talk about you behind your back. Definitely. And it happens to all of us. Definitely. Does, For, does the Bible have anything that you think, like what comes to your mind when you hear this yeah. conversation? So I was thinking about, even yesterday, we talked in our sermon about how where sin increases, grace increases all the more. So as followers of Christ, it's really fascinating to think that Jesus loves us even though we're sinful, even when we willfully sin, even yeah. when we keep doing these things wrong. Like where there is more sin, there's always more grace. But when Paul says that in Romans 5.20, right after that, mm-hmm. He says in Romans 6.1, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may abound? And he goes, no way. It's like just because we know that God forgives us, just because we know God is for us and not against us, that doesn't give us license to just blow God off and do whatever the heck we want, gossip, slander, cuss, and any other thing that we know is wrong. It doesn't give us license to do that. And I think the way you describe it, it's like our hearts get hardened Mm -hmm. or Paul in First Timothy says something about our consciences can be seared. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I was thinking about that, and I brought a stove to kind of, it's kind of like hibachi. If I take, if this is my heart and my conscience, and I just, <laughs> if, right, it kind of looks like it. If I, if I just keep sinning and thinking it's no big deal, it's like, ooh, it's searing all right. You know, it, it's kind of like... Wow. It's kind of like, should I Don't touch, touch it? it? It's kind of like, you see how it burned? Mm-hmm. It's it, it's kind of a joke, but it's it's right. kind of like when we just keep blowing off what's true in God's word, when we keep doing what we know is wrong. Right. The heart that we have that's flesh and intended to be loving and flexible and moldable and engaging gets seared. Yeah. And while Jesus forgives me, it changes me. It makes me into something. It hardens me into something that's not God intended. Well, and I think the more that we reject and rebel against God, the the more we allow our conscience to be seared. Like uh, our heart, it gets really hard, right? Mm -hmm. And it becomes like this hard, rock hard piece of meat that it's not this fleshy thing anymore. And ultimately, and I mean, Romans 1, it's like, you know, we sin enough and enough and enough. It's like, Eventually, God's going to go, okay, you can have what yeah. you want. You wanted this lifestyle? Right? This is what you chose. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm loving enough to let you have it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's kind of scary. It's terrifying. That, that can happen to all of us. And I'm one step away from making the kinds of decisions that just put me in a place where I'm just going to continue to snowball into sin. So good. So that actually leads me to a question. Like, How do you think that we protect against that? How do we guard against being desensitized to sin? That's a great question. I think it's keeping short accounts. I think mm. it's seeing the little things we know to be true, like watch your mouth, Joe. 
Yeah. You know, there's no coarse joking, no slander, no gossip, and just taking the small little things seriously and saying, God, help me. Because if I just give myself, I know me, if I give myself just a little bit of room, yeah. I'm going to take a mile. Yep. And so it's doing the next right thing all the time and just living daily, walking with God. We've talked a lot about this, hand in hand with God every day with the truth of his word and not taking a break mm -hmm. on truth, mm -hmm. not taking a break from church, not taking a break on my walk with Jesus. I'm going to walk with you daily. That's the stuff that keeps me in check. Yeah. And I think I've seen it keep other people in check. Yeah. I also think, too, just being aware of what you're being influenced by. What, what are you listening to? What are you watching? Things like that. They start to creep into you and influence you, right? So kind of protecting yourself in that way too and going, you know, what I'm influenced by, the people I'm around, the things I'm watching, the things I'm listening to, those have an impact on me and those can desensitize me yep. a little bit. So what I want to be surrounded by is truth and, and God's grace, whether it's the people, what I'm watching, all those kinds of things. Absolutely. So someone, just, just quickly, somebody who is deep in sin right now, they're watching and they're going, I'm, I'm deep in sin and I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get out. What do you say? I mean, sin produces shame mm -hmm. and shame keeps us hiding mm -hmm. and making us think, I'm so dirty. At the end of the day, your father sent his son into this world, man, to open up his arms and welcome the worst of sinners. Yep. And so the, the thing you do when you know you're in it deep is not walk away or turn, keep turning away from God. That's when you turn towards him and he comes running in your mm -hmm. direction. Don't let shame be what keeps you in darkness. Mm -hmm. Choose the light wherever you are and start walking towards it and you will see Jesus come with his arms wide open to give you new life. Because shame is not from God. No it's way. It's not what he wants for us. No way. Cool. Should we eat or? Well, um, you know, it depends on how rare you like it. But <laughs> I'm it's good. just getting I'm a good. little hibachi See, for you. Producer Jenny, you want this? <laughs> See you next time on Real Talk. <laughs>